Hello, friends. Welcome to Story Behind Podcast. This is the show for people who love hearing a good story and who believe the world could use more positivity. We're the team behind God Updates and GodTube, and we hope these weekly short stories will brighten your day. Married couple died four minutes apart holding hands in Sun Penn's Emotional Tribute. Written by Mel Johnson. Read by Alyssa Forsberg. In North Carolina, a married couple died holding hands just four minutes apart. Now, their son opens up about losing both parents to COVID-19 and urges others to take coronavirus seriously. Before Johnny Peoples, 67, and his wife, Kathy, 65, died holding hands, the married couple spent 48 years as husband and wife, raising kids and making a life together. They were married 48 years, been together 50. They walked hand in hand for those 50 years. Their son, Shane Peoples, says... No matter how old you get, losing a parent is never easy. But Shane says he feels cheated after losing both of his parents at the same time to COVID-19. Kathy, 65, started showing symptoms only days before her retirement, followed soon after by Johnny, 67. And tragically, things deteriorated rapidly from there. It was mainly the fever and loss of taste, Shane explained. My dad started showing symptoms two days later. About two weeks later, they were both put in the ICU. Everything just went south. Everything just got worse. When it became clear that they wouldn't make it, the hospital brought the two back together, and the married couple died holding hands. The next day, they put them in the same ICU room. They put their hands together. The nurses gathered around, and they passed within four minutes of each other, Shane said. I'm sure there's at least some comfort in knowing Johnny and Kathy Peoples got to spend their last moments together, but their grieving son can't help but feel cheated, and he's sharing his parents' story in hopes it will encourage others to take things like wearing a mask, washing hands, and social distancing seriously. It's not a joke. It's not a hoax, Shane Peoples said. I just don't want anyone else to get hurt. I don't want anyone to feel the grief that we're feeling. Shane knows his parents wouldn't want him to hold on to the pain and anger he's feeling, and so he wrote an emotional tribute honoring the couple who he says was a blessing to every person who met them. Shane also hopes his story will remind people to make the most of the time the Lord gives them, because we never know when our last day will be. Hold your family close, he said. Treat every moment with them like it's your last, and it could very well be. Love and keep on loving. While losing both his mom and his dad is unbelievably hard for Shane Peoples, he takes comfort in knowing they are together now with the Lord. They died together holding hands, and they're walking together in heaven holding hands, he says. Hey listeners, I want to ask you a question. Do you feel like your prayer life is stagnant or stale? Do you desire to make prayer a part of your everyday life? If you answered yes to either of those questions, then we've got a podcast for you. It's called Teach Us to Pray. The Teach Us to Pray podcast, hosted by Christina Patterson, walks you through simple, effective steps to grow the spiritual discipline of prayer in your life. When we grow in prayer, we grow closer to God. 
You can find the Teach Us to Pray podcast at lifeaudio.com or in your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Races to Mary after Grimm diagnosis and then Groom dies as bride walks down aisle. Written by Mel Johnson. Read by Alyssa Forsberg. Only days after doctors diagnose Paul Wayne with cancer, the groom dies at the altar just before tying the knot with the love of his life, and our prayers go out to this family as they grieve such a devastating loss. In the hustle and bustle of everyday life, it can be easy to forget that tomorrow isn't guaranteed. Things can change in an instant. And it's stories like Paul Wynn's that help to remind us to make the most of every day. Paul Wynn of Scotland, a father of 11, was a family man. His partner of 21 years, Allison, said she and the kids were always his first priority. We were his life, she explained. He would do anything for his kids. He would move heaven and earth for his kids, and everyone loved him. Paul and Allison met in 1999 and enjoyed 21 years together as a couple before deciding to tie the knot. But a few months before their big day, doctors diagnosed 57-year-old Paul with a terminal case of pancreatic cancer. The illness had spread to Paul's lungs and liver, so the couple raced to have their wedding sooner. Tragically, though, the groom dies before getting the chance to say I do. If I had known we didn't have long, I would have tried to arrange the wedding for the beginning of the week. He never actually got any treatment, Paul's devastated bride-to-be recalled. After doctors handed Paul Wynn his grim diagnosis, he and Allison raced to move up their wedding. And though they knew Paul had little time left, no one realized quite how little. The small wedding with about 20 guests kicked off as planned, and Paul was seated in a chair at the altar waiting for his bride's entrance when things went horribly wrong. Allison gathered her flowers and started making her way down the aisle, escorted by the couple's oldest child, 20-year-old Sandy. And as they walked, Allison became nervous as she noticed Paul slouching in his chair. In a tragic turn of events, the groom dies at the altar before his bride made it to his side. The day meant to celebrate the union of Paul and Allison win became the day the family said goodbye to Paul. By the time I got to him, I called his name a couple of times, Allison recalled. He didn't turn around, he didn't look at me, and I realized there was something wrong, and I started breaking down and I started shouting his name, and we knew something wasn't right. Guests tried giving Paul CPR, but it was too late. The day of celebration became one of deep mourning. In the wake of this horrible tragedy, the community came together in an effort to help support the grieving family Paul Wynne left behind. Friends set up a fundraising page to help plan for Paul's funeral and donations poured in, quickly exceeding the financial goal. Along with the donations came words of condolences and encouragement. And while nothing can take away the pain the family is experiencing, at least they know they are not alone. Allison finds comfort in knowing that while Paul's death may be the end of his time on earth, it's not the end of his story. Paul and I lost a child in 2004 after I had a miscarriage, so it gives me a bit of comfort that he's up there with our child. His mother passed away in 2020, so at least he's with her now too, she said. 
Tragedies like this one will never make sense this side of heaven, and only God can bring comfort to the aching hearts mourning Paul Wynn. However, we can all lift this family up in prayer, and because Jesus' victory over death, their goodbye is not forever. Thank you so much for listening to Story Behind Podcast. We're really glad you joined us for this week's story. To see photos and videos that may have been referenced in this episode, check out the links in the show notes. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe to our podcast and please tell a friend about us. We'd also love it if you'd rate us and leave us a review. It really does help more people find us. Story Behind is a Salem Web Network production. I'm Dr. Lauren DeVille, a practicing naturopathic physician in Tucson, Arizona. In my podcast, Christian Natural Health, my guests and I discuss topics ranging from nutrition, sleep, hormone balancing, and exercise to specific health concerns like hair loss, anxiety, and hypothyroidism. I'll also interweave biblical principles as they apply throughout the podcast because true health is body, mind, and spirit. Listen to Christian Natural Health for free at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcast platform.